our negotiators believe that while difficulties may always arise, no major obstacles remain to the ironing out of outstanding language issues. That is the Prime Minister that ushered in the free trade agreement with the United States. In fact, that's what Brian Mulroney was talking about there. He made a deal to get rid of acid rain, started the work to fix the ozone layer, and of course, have to say, also gave us the GST, tried to bring Quebec into the Constitution with Meech Lake. So there were highs and there were lows, but there's no doubt that Brian Mulroney was an incredibly consequential Prime Minister that really redefined how Canada was seen on the international stage. His family announced late yesterday afternoon that the former PM has passed away at the age of 84. Now, if you read one piece today about the history of Brian Mulroney, make it the piece that our next guest has written. John Ibbotson is a political columnist for the Globe and Mail newspaper and joins us now. John, thank you for being here. Well, thank you. Good to be here. Well, can I just say that first anecdote that you relate about the free trade agreement and how it got done, it is just so historical. It's so great. Can you tell us about that? Sure. Uh, We were literally in the last hours of the negotiations, and it was clear that the deal was going to fail. It was going to fail because the Americans absolutely would not permit a dispute resolution mechanism in the agreement, and Canada absolutely insisted on it. Uh, So the Canadian team phoned Brian Mulroney from Washington to say, the deal is going to fail. And Mulroney did one, made one last bid. He contacted James Baker, who was the lead negotiator at, at the time, and said, I'm going to call uh, Ronnie, and I'm going to, President Ronald Reagan, and I'm going to ask him, Ron, how come you can sign uh, a, a nuclear reduction agreement with your worst enemy, the Soviet Union, and you can't sign a trade agreement with your best friend, Canada? And Mr. Baker was so appalled at the thought of such a conversation uh, that he walked in 20 minutes later, slammed a piece of paper on the desk and said, there's your negoti- your um, free, uh, trade mechanism. Uh, now let's go take it to Congress. <laughs> and uh, from that, we managed to get a free trade agreement between Canada and the United States, which literally transformed the Canadian economy. God, that's so, that is such a consequential thing. I don't, people don't realize how tough it was at that time to kind of get that passed. What made Mulroney a unique prime minister, do you think? I think uh, for all of his charm, for all of his blarney, um, uh, for all of his sometimes not being exactly uh, precise with the truth, um, he identified those things that he thought mattered most to Canada and then pursued them relentlessly. He believed that Canada needed to modernize its economy through free trade, and he relentlessly relentlessly pursued free trade. He thought Quebec had to be brought into the constitutional agreement, and he fought relentlessly, failed, uh, but fought relentlessly through the Michelet and Charlottetown Accords to achieve that. He believed that Canada, the federal government's finances, um, we had been in deficit since the early 1970s, had to be reformed, and he brought in the GST. The GST was wildly unpopular. It's still not loved very much today. But it was that tax that made it possible for the Gretchen government to then balance the budget. So um, whether he succeeded or he failed, he always tried for the for the biggest things. Uh, and, and that's not something we see so much in politicians these days. How did he change how Canada was perceived in the world? Uh, again, that was transformative. We were at the, at, in the, the peak of the Cold War. Ronald Reagan was calling the Soviet Union the evil empire. <clears throat> Mulroney was right there with him. But as soon as uh, uh, Gorbachev arrived, and it was clear that the, the, there might be cracks in the Iron Curtain, Mulroney worked behind the scenes, but very effectively, uh, with the British, with the French, and especially with the Americans and the Russians, to help uh, broker agreements. He was also... 
um, the world leader in opposing uh, apartheid. Both the Americans and the British were prepared to sort of turn away from a one of South Africa, South Africa as an ally. Well, Rooney was resolute in opposing apartheid. And when Nelson Mandela was freed from prison, um, one of the very first phone calls he made uh, was to Brian Mulroney to thank him for his support. So I think all in all, um, under both Reagan and George H.W. Bush during the Kuwait War, the Gulf War, um, Canada stood tall in the Council of Nations under Brian Mulroney. All right, let's talk about some of the things that didn't go as well. And I think to be clear, we are still to this day dealing with the fallout of some of those things, like the failed agreement to try to bring Quebec into the Constitution, which ended up, you know, the rupture in federal politics with the creation of the Bloc Québécois. And the, and, and the and Reform Party as well. Yes. It's, it's true. Um, Mr. Mulroney fought hard to bring Quebec into the Constitution. He failed. And that failure tested the very limits of the country. Um, we would come extremely close uh, during the 1995 referendum on separation in Quebec, which basically proceeded from the failures of Meech and Charlottetown. Um, he tried to bring Western Canadian interests uh, into his government, but in the end, uh, Westerners felt that they were still on the outside, that he was finally a Laurentian Quebec central Canadian prime minister. And that led to Manning uh, to create the Reform Party. And as you said, Lucien Bouchard took much of the Quebec caucus with him when he created the Bloc Québécois. I mean, one of the ultimate legacies of Brian Mulroney is that in the 1993 election, the Progressive Conservative Party was reduced to two seats. It never recovered. On the other hand, you can also say that he was one of the people who worked effectively behind the scenes to broker that estrangement, um, leading to the merger of the PCs and the Canadian Alliance to create the Conservative Party that Stephen Harper led for more than a decade. I've also, John, heard him described in the last 24 hours as one of the most environmentally minded prime ministers we've ever had. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. Uh, he didn't get enough credit at the time, but has, got, has gotten far more credit since. Um, he, he negotiated the acid rain accord uh, with the United States. He was a leader in the campaign to, to ban coal fluorocarbons, which was uh, damaging the ozone layer. Um, there were water quality and air quality agreements as well uh, with the United States on his watch. Uh, we live in a cleaner world because of Brian Mulroney. And that is, that's so interesting. I think people kind of forget that too. And, and post-political life, when he left office, there was a lot of working behind the scenes too, wasn't there? There was a lot of working behind the scenes to broker the agreement to create the Conservative Party of Canada. But also, we have to be honest, uh, this was also the period in which he was accused of perhaps taking a bribe. Uh, certainly, he agreed to take several hundred thousand dollars in cash, um, and it may or may not have been related uh, to the acquisition of aircraft the Airbus scandal, as it's called. Um, it was, in fact, the, the thing that most tarnished Brian Mulroney's legacy happened after he left office. Uh, but he also uh, continued to work um, re- with uh, Canada and the United States, especially when Donald Trump became president, to protect the North American Free Trade Agreement, in which he was instrumental in creating in the first place. And that, too, will be seen as part of his legacy. And that's part of the irony here, too, is that when Justin Trudeau became prime minister, he did turn to Mulroney for advice, didn't he? And Mulroney was impressed with Justin Trudeau. Uh, there was no love lost between Brian Mulroney and Stephen Harper towards the end uh, because of the Airbus affair. Uh, and it was Mulroney who first, uh, not first, but certainly among the first um, major leaders who uh, said, watch this Justin Trudeau. He's got something and he's going to be a force to be reckoned with. So interesting. John, thank you for talking to us about it this morning. 
It has been my pleasure. That is John Ibbotson. John is a political columnist at the Globe and Mail, has written just a fantastic piece about the life, the legacy, the good and the bad of former Prime Minister Brian Mulroney, who passed away yesterday. The family announced it at the age of 84. And uh, John, I think, very adequately pointed out that, yes, there were some great accomplishments, but there were also some legacies there that Canada is, quite frankly, still grappling with today. It is complicated for sure. But again, you could check that out at the Globe and Mail's website. It's John Ibbotson's piece on Brian Mulroney.